Okay, so welcome to another episode of Pass the Ox Cord. Um, this week we're trying things a little bit differently. We do not have our normal host, Kate Carlson, with us. Instead, we have our lovely um, engineer with us. You can introduce yourself. My name is Kelsey Cavazos. I also am on the Raven Geeks, so you might have heard me there if you listen to those guys. Uh, and if you're tuning in for us just for the first time, uh, my name is Jordan Hermony. I'm a news editor here at Central Michigan Life. And uh, I usually open with some type of story of a concert that I've been to, but I actually haven't been to a concert recently in a while. Oh, I went to Chromeo here at a CM or at a yeah that program board put on a little while ago, and uh, it was really sad. Actually, really? Oh, <laughs> they no. rented out all of Finch Fieldhouse, and maybe it was like. I calling it a quarter fill would be generous. Yikes. And so it was like, it was weird because I really kind of liked that artist. They're different. They're that kind of like disco funk pop I'm kind of into. Yeah. And there was like nobody there. And there was like the people who were there were just kind of like awkwardly standing there and just like lightly gyrating against each other. Oh, no. So it was like, there were like several levels of where I was like, wow, this is just... That's super awkward. Ain't this interesting. So <laughs> that was kind of, that was that was my last most recent concert experience. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to another one until, ooh, geez, probably like June or July. I'm coming to, I'm going to see Weezer when they come to DTE. That's awesome. That'll be a good show for sure. Mm-hmm. And trying to, I'm trying to arrange Mopop tickets. I don't know how well that's going to work out. I feel you on that one. There's a lot of good bands that are going to be here for Mopop, too. Who are you Who are you most interested in? I really want to see Glass Am- Animals and M83. Okay, M83 is, like, my big one because they are having a new album come out uh, on the 8th. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've released two signals, two singles, excuse me, one called Solitude, I believe, and the other one called Do It, Try It. And I've been listening to do it try it like obsessively and uh i was like oh okay well the you know new album probably means tour so i looked up their tour dates and the closest they come to us that's not mopop is somewhere in like winnipeg i think and that's like a 17 hour drive or a 27 hour drive i hate when that happens and it's like okay listen you'll come for like a because like usually if you are in this area you'll come and you'll stop i don't know you'll stop in like cleveland or something or you'll stop in like somewhere like and they're not a very huge columbus maybe band yeah they're not a very big band they've done like music for uh like movies and stuff like that they did uh the music for like what's what's that new it's like it's not hungry it's called like divergent yeah is that what it's called yep. okay i think they did the music for that they did the music for uh a space movie called oblivion with like tom cruise or whatever because they have that like weird like vibe to them where they can go back and forth between doing like regular music and like movie right. music um but yeah no i've been like really into m83 since like my sophomore year of high school when they first came out with mm-hmm. uh midnight city yeah um i know they've been around way longer than that but uh yeah, they're from, like, France. So I'm like, okay, I'm either going to see them now at uh, Mopop or never again in my whole life right. unless I go to France. So, but uh, that's it's kind of the game you play. I feel so. like that's been happening to me a lot recently, too, where I'll, like, look up a show and I'm like, oh, they're not the closest they're going to be is Iowa. I guess I'm not going to see them anytime soon. And you'd think with, like, Detroit being such, like, a major, like, city – it's such a big, like, music city, too, like, historically. Right. That, like, more bands, like, I, I don't really know what's, like, the draw in Columbus. 
Like, I don't want any of our, like, Ohio listeners here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry in advance, but I don't get, like, what's, like, the musical draw to playing in Columbus. I guess it's, like, it's a bigger city. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I mean, Detroit, you have all varying levels of, like, venues. You have, like, St. Andrews, which is, like, that smaller, like, right. punk feel. You have, like, the Fillmore, uh, which is, like, the not as small, but still pretty homey. Uh, you got Ford Field if you're a bigger one. You got the right. Joe if you're a bigger one. Yeah. You got DTE. It's like we're very multifaceted. There's so many places to play shows at in Detroit. It's it's I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it either. I feel like regardless of your size, there's something that we have for you. And I mean, I guess you could probably say the same thing about like Cleveland or whatever or Riverside, Iowa. I'm not sure, <laughs> but like yeah, I just I, I always feel very like robbed when I like look up. Yeah. Well, look up venues, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we're coming to Windsor, but not Detroit." And it's yeah. like, "Okay, well, are we not are we not good enough for you? Yeah. Like, what is okay?" Yeah, I was looking but. at Tyler the Creator, and it was like Iowa, and I was like, "Why are you going to Iowa?" <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you see those really random ones where it's like, "Okay, you're gonna be in like Tucson, Arizona, or like Des Moines," yeah. and you're like, "What is there?" You're like, "I know people live there, but..." I'm not one of those people, so why are you there? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, speaking of Mopop, that kind of segues nicely into uh, this this week's episode, or this, yeah, this week's episode theme, which uh, we decided, which Kelsey actually brainstormed the idea, was uh, Michigan artists. Um, and not necessarily your bigger known ones, because everyone kind of knows, you know, like the White Stripes and Eminem. like Eminem and bigger stuff like that. But uh, sort of like smaller niche bands i wouldn't quite call them indie because you know they're back and forth on like right what uh what they uh, classify themselves as but uh yeah no what would you okay you put up your list i only heard you say like one or two off that list but um so what what would you describe your list as before we even start playing anything um well i have two hip-hop artists on here um because i've been in a hip-hop uh kind of trend lately um one of my good friends, actually two of my good friends that I hang out with, like, all the time, they're really into hip-hop, so they've been getting me into it more. Um, and then the other one's, uh, I guess, more of an indie band. You, I would consider them, probably. Okay. All right. So, uh, do you want to start us off this episode? Yeah. Um, I can do that. Uh, my first song is by Flynn Eastwood. Um, it's called Glitches. It's off of their new album. They were actually just in Mount Pleasant. I want to say like two weeks ago no it was probably like a month or two ago actually i think it was more like a month yeah all right let's hear it Glitches by Flynn Eastwood. Okay. Um, she just recently released this album, I want to say last summer, um, and it was kind of her way of dealing with her mom's death. Um, oh, wow. And yeah. She was, I, um, she was talking about it at the last show, and she was talking about how, like, 
her mom died, so she wanted to do this kind of like um, pop, more of like a pop, like a memorial yeah, type like, like album. Like, let's have fun. Like, yeah, it's it's not really like a sad album. It's really upbeat and happy, and it's it's really cool. I really like it. Um, I've met her a couple times. She's really cool, and they're a great band. Um, it's interesting too because they're it's this album's really different from their last one. Um, and they kind of started out as like a, a spaghetti western band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I listened to them. I listened. What what was the like? They put out like an EP. It was like late night and bolo ties or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that when it first came out, and that was on repeat in like my stereo for like a couple of days. I really like the. I think it's called Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid is so good. I really really like that song by them. I haven't heard. I listened to them a lot last year and haven't really been up to date on them since. I really wanted to go when they came to, what was it, Hunters? Yep, they came to Hunters. Yeah, I really wanted to go when they came to Hunters, and uh, I just I didn't end up getting around to it because I was so busy. But uh, what was this you were telling me about, uh, like, after the show? Oh, yeah, so um, I've met uh, Jax Anderson as the lead singer, um, and I've met her a few times. And uh, afterwards... Uh, she gave me her number, and we went and got coffee the next day and just, like, talked about art and stuff, and it was a lot of fun. That is that is a story you tell your kids. It's just like, yeah, by the way, like, you know, lead singer was just like, hey, you're, you're pretty cool. Pretty cool dude. Here's my here's my number. Yeah, well, I've been to, like, I think probably, like, six or seven of their shows by now. Oh, so, like, they recognize you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so really been, cool. Because, like, um, they played a couple times in Ann Arbor. My hometown is near Ann Arbor, so we would go and they played there if they played in Lansing and stuff so mm-hmm. and they do like a lot of cool things for the fans like they did a pizza party one time and like a potluck and stuff it's just like damn they're really like cool about their you fans. gotta love you gotta love artists that like recognize that like hey without you guys like I wouldn't kind of have anything like I could be like the best musician in the world but like you know without people to support you so it's always like really nice to see artists who like give back to their fans even like through like smaller like things or whatever even like bigger artists too i don't know i just think it's really great when people end up doing that yeah it's definitely um a good time (laughs) (laughs) so uh speaking of artists super recently in town um i'm gonna have to go ahead and give my next artist which uh he's actually a cmu alumni i know you are familiar with this band but uh my next song is called uh, no money jet ski by joe hurtler and the rainbow seekers i said baby Need a place to stay Ain't got no money Ain't got no job But I love to find a way And I've been meaning to afford you The luxuries of life But I need a place to breathe, baby Can I plant my roots in your life? Spent it on a jet ski, living it thoughts, everybody loves me. So yeah, no. Um I've been a really big fan of this band. Me and my best friend, uh his name's Julian, he goes to state. And this band, uh, the Rainbow Seekers, is like a compilation of people who both graduated from U of M and MSU. And so that was kind of like our band for a while, because it was like, okay, I'm sorry, not U of M, uh CMU and MSU. And that was kind of, like, our band for a while because it was, like, okay, like, I'm from CMU, like, you're from MSU, and, like, this band is from CMU and MSU. Uh, so it was just kind of, like, a neat little thing about that. I think 
I swear to God, he's seen them more times live than I have now, but I'm pretty sure I've seen Joe Hurtler live like five times now, six times, and it's well into the double digits for my friend because they always go and play like shows at Lansing and like right. things like The Blind Pig. Is that, that one you is that one in Lansing or is that in Ann Arbor? That's in Ann Arbor. Okay. All right. Because I know we went and saw him at The Blind Pig once, but there's a couple of just like The Loft. Isn't that the one that's in Lansing? Yep. The loft okay. They play at The Loft a lot and I've never actually been able to go. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, like you kind of said with, uh, like, uh, Flynn Eastwood, I've met the, uh, the band before. Um, I actually ended up, like, back when I was a freshman, like, one of, like, my first stories I did for the paper um, was I wanted to do a feature on Joe Hurtler like himself. And I didn't realize that, like, so many people had, like, kind of known about him and, like, the Rainbow Seekers. And, uh... So I pitched it thinking like, oh, this is going to be like such a cool story, like blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it kind of was, but uh, I mainly just like wanted like an excuse to like meet these people (laughs) and kind of like exploit the power I had. I was like, all right, like I love these guys and I get to a story and get paid for it. So win, win, win all around. Exactly. And uh, they actually ended up, they read the article because Joe was like, yeah, send it to me and uh, like, let me see it when it's done. And so like they read, he read the article And then afterwards, he actually uh, called me back up and he gave me two tickets to like their next show in town, like for free. And he was like, yeah, it's like when you're done, he was like, just like when you get to the door, like just come and tell like the guy your name. He's like, I'm going to have two like tickets for you or whatever. And I don't actually know if I ever ended up using them because I think at that point I had already like bought tickets. So I was like, all right, well, like it was it was (laughs) worth a shot. But yeah, no. They have a bunch of really good stuff. Their albums, like, constantly change and feel. Yeah. Like, all the time. You've heard them before, right? Yeah, actually, I saw them um, the first time I also saw Flemingus Wood, I want to say two years ago. I saw them at, uh, was it Midwest Fest or the Beer Fest or whatever they have at Ocali's every year. I see in the near future a crisis approaching. Yeah, no, I think I first, yeah, I first saw them when they opened for a Phoenix. You've heard Corporations that, like, they're, like, the French, like, DJ, yeah. not DJ, but, yeah. They opened for Phoenix, and, and Phoenix is, like, follow. one of, if not, the money my all-time power favorite of the country band. And I just remember thinking about how weird they were, because it was, like, nine guys on stage, one dude in, like, rainbow wings, like, another guy in, like, legit legitimate like birch bark overalls like he could not bend his knees and he was playing the saxophone just like kicking his legs like wildly like a little stick figure and i was just like this is the weirdest band i've ever seen in my life and then like afterwards because like most bands like split or go do their thing or whatever they like came into the crowd to like watch phoenix with everybody else and we're just like being super like we weren't like obnoxious they were obnoxious but they were like fun obnoxious yeah and like yelling at like the guys on stage or whatever and they were like yelling back and it was just it was really interesting because like i've never seen people like interact like that before so that's awesome but yeah no so what do you have next up i take it your uh hip-hop artists are kind of your next two now yep um this one is called there it's a rap duo called pasaloquia and i actually saw them the last time that i saw Flint. it's what they played at hunters with them um, and it was really good. I really liked them, and I was like, I definitely need to check out more. So I've been kind of listening to them on and off a little bit. Um, so this, and they actually have done a couple of um, collaborations with um, Jackson from Wood, so that's really cool. They're in this kind of like Detroit music group, and they all kind of work on each other's albums and stuff. It's really interesting. Um, and then this song is called The Baptism. 
Saddled up, up roaming among ashes. Raving us, these ones that are left the savage. Ravaging remains of the stuff that left the salvage. Eyes gone flat, black hearts grown callous. And here I am trying to keep my composure. Wise enough to never call myself a soldier. Victim, happy stance, nervous rack, ambulance. Ain't gonna come around anytime soon. And I'm riding like a man possessed. Only because I don't see another way. I sure do hope that Horn is pounding on my chest Wasn't done in vain I'm at the peak of my distress But my eyes stay open Cause them wicked don't rest At the peak of my distress But my eyes stay open So yeah, that was the baptism um, I, I don't know, when I first saw them with, uh, When they opened up for Flint Eastwood I thought they were really great They're, They were like super dynamic on stage And like interacted with the crowd a lot And interacted with each other And it was just like no, it was a great time. I had a lot of fun watching them. So, was that, like, the first time that you really, like, heard about them was with Flynn Eastwood? Yep. Now, okay, I'm gonna, like, make you hate me for a second. How do you even spell that for, like, people who are interested in listening to it? All right, I'm gonna look at it because I had a hard time finding it at first, too. It's P-A-S-S-A-L-A-C-Q-U-A. That just sounds like they're trying to be, like, intentionally difficult and not have people, like, find that. You know what? Yeah. It's totally plausible because I took me a second to figure it out. I think it has some kind of meaning. I'm going to look it up now because it's going to bother me. Now, is most of their music kind of like this? Because now you were saying that the female voice on the track was probably, you said it was Jack from, uh, is it Jack or Jax? Jax. Okay, from, uh. Uh, Flynn Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Now, you were saying that she features on, like, a lot of their stuff. Um, is most of their, like, sound, is it like that, or is it, like, kind of varied? I think it's mostly like that. It's mostly kind of them two, and then they might have, like, someone kind of come on and sing a little bit, but it's mostly the two of them, I want to say, yeah. Okay. All right. I think she's on two of their songs. She might be on more than that, but... Are they, like, relatively new? Like, yeah, I think so. Okay, they have just like one album out oh, right now, not. or like no, you know what? Now that I think, now that I think about it, I think they have a couple albums out. Um, so maybe closer to like 2011 was when they kind of started. They had two albums then. Okay, I was just curious because like, I know Flint Eastwood isn't like new, but like right. they've been recently kind of just putting out music. So I didn't know if like, what is it? Pass Laquia? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> huh, I almost said pass the ox cord. Like, <laughs> I know. I was, was really nervous. I was like, I'm going to say this wrong. I know it. <laughs> I'm going to screw it up. Um, well, speaking of, you know, figuring out bands who featured with other bands, uh, my next artist actually played. I could kick myself. This next artist actually played with Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers back when I first started getting into the Rainbow Seekers, and I could not go to their show. This is a... Uh, they were formerly known as Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr., but this is a Jr. Jr., and the song is called If You Didn't See Me, You Weren't on the Dance Floor.
Uh, yeah, no. So uh, I first heard about them. I first heard about uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr., who is now just called Junior Jr. I imagine they had to drop it because, as we all know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a real person. Um, so Junior Jr., which is weird because I'm probably going to slip up and call them the wrong name now. Uh, like I was saying, you know, when we were playing the song, uh, heard about them during high school again. I was driving home from a shift at a, a pizza place I was working at. And I lived like 45 minutes away. It's like last delivery of the night. I'm driving home. I'm driving down. You know, we used to live in uh, this really kind of just like, it wasn't like a bad apartment complex, but it was just, it wasn't a good apartment complex right. either. <laughs> so uh, we were living in this place. And it was like to get there, you had like no lights on the road. Or it was like one light, like every like mile or something. Um, and I remember driving and this song comes on. And it was on like 89X, like after dark. And this song was playing and it was just like looking at like the lights in the distance and this weird like disco dance vibe like playing i felt like i was in like some weird like space acid trip i was like either <laughs> i'm hallucinating this music and this is great or you know and so i was like i remember like holding my phone like up to the radio like trying to figure out like trying to shazam it as i'm driving i'm like what is this because like my car is like super old and doesn't do like the neat where it's like yep. oh what song is this because I drive a 97 Buick, so I I, you can clearly see I am just <laughs> the pinnacle of technological advancement here. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't realize until later that I've actually listened to a lot of their stuff as Junior Junior. Uh, they have another single out called, well, not single, but another song out called Gone. Mm-hmm. And it was actually used, I'm just realizing this now, um... Did you ever see, I think, Seth MacFarlane, I think? It's called, like, Sausage Party. It's, like, the new movie. They used the song Gone in the trailer. Oh, my gosh. And I was, like, I'm just realizing that now because I was, like, okay, I know the song that's in the trailer, which is, like, really sad because, like, that just looks like an awful movie. Just awful, (laughs) awful movie. I cannot state that enough. Um, And I was, like, I know this song. That's, like, really weird that I know a song that's, like, featured in the Seth MacFarlane movie. And then now I just realized, like, when we were picking songs prior to the playlist and, like, it was autoplaying on YouTube that, like, Gone by Junior Junior came up and, like, the whistling started. And I was like, no. I was like, I know this. (laughs) So it was was a real come to Jesus moment. But, yeah, no, the band's great. Uh, Speed of Sound was uh, the one that had uh, If You Didn't See Me on it. That's a pretty good album. There's a couple off that. album that i really liked i can't say i've listened to much of their new stuff um but yeah no i would definitely recommend that for somebody who's like into more like dance pop type of stuff kind of like what you were getting at earlier with uh flynn eastwood yeah so your uh final track of the night my final track is by royce to five nine um <laughs> I sound so white. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Royce, da five nine. <laughs> that was very, yeah. <laughs> um, but the song is called Boom. And uh, like I said, my friends have been listening to a lot, of, or they always listen to a lot of hip hop, and they've been getting me into it a lot. And I heard him on a cypher, and I really liked it. So I've been kind of looking more into him. So. Nice. Boom, 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 
I'm the verbal spit Smith Wesson. I unload with six spit the quick wit the split a split second. Bar with a lit wit expression. You hear a tick tick, then you test it. My saliva and spit the split thread and the fiber and bits. So trust me, I'm as live as it gets. Everybody yeah, claims it the best and they had the phones. Beat and I actually really like that. What else has he done? Because um, that's actually like a really familiar name, and I don't know if I've just like you know like you hear artists, but like you aren't actually aware that like you've heard something by yeah. them until like later when you know you're shazamming something in a restaurant and, and you're, like, you're like, wow, oh, I yeah. actually know this person. I've known this song for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's done. Um, Detroit versus everybody. I feel like a lot of people have heard. Okay, I think that's what it. That might be what it is. Um, Rider's Block is pretty popular. I know he's got a bunch of stuff. I've kind of just started listening to him, too, so I don't know it very extensively. But, right. Um, I don't know. I was yeah. definitely, I was vibing there for a while. It, uh, is that nice, just, like, kind of, like, chill, relax more? Like, that's, like, the style of hip-hop that, like, I'm really into, because I know I've talked a lot about, like, being into, like, Tribe Called Quest and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is just more, it's, like, I'm more into, like, chill-out hip-hop yeah. than, like... I don't know. I can I can definitely appreciate like rap a lot. There are certain artists that like I like am into when I'm like in that mood. Right. Like NWA or like, you know, if I go into like Dre's solo stuff, like I can get into that, but like I have to be in like the right mood for it. Whereas like the chill out hip hop, it's more just like you put it on, like you lay in bed while you're doing homework and you're just like, All right, cool. Yep. It's got a nice vibe to it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Definitely like very relaxing type mm-hmm. of thing so again is most of his stuff kind of like this or is like i think so yeah um from what i've heard i've heard a lot of kind of more chill songs he's got a lot of other stuff too though um and like i want to say that like the cypher that i heard him in was like i think it was like him and eminem and that was kind of a little bit more like of a kind of like a hard beat to it okay yeah um completely switching gears and by that i mean literally like opposite direction 180 um i'm gonna go with a band that's a little older uh it's not not as well known anymore they were pretty popular like mid 2000s uh but i feel like if i say the name like people are gonna be like oh yeah i remember them um the band is electric six Oh, I know Electric Six for sure. And uh, the song I chose to uh, end our playlist with tonight is uh, Gay Bar. That's a valid choice. song two parts one um it's a fun like still i would still hazard to call them like new because like i mean if you're talking about like detroit music like a lot of people automatically equate that with like motown like soul type of stuff from like the 60s 70s uh so that's why i would still put this even though like i think this particular album came out in like 06 Mm -hmm. like 05 or something um but yeah no uh 
fun fact, my cousin Corey was actually the original drummer of uh, Electric Six, which is how I actually got into them in the first place, um, was when I was little, I uh, he would talk about like the band a lot. And uh, I was never allowed to go to any of the shows because <laughs> <laughs> I was only like 10 at that time. And uh, they deemed it not appropriate for somebody my age, even though I was like super like into music and stuff like that. Um, he ended up leaving the band a little while later. I think they have they have a new drummer now. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're still playing. They're still up and around. I haven't... Kind of when my cousin left the band, I kind of fell out of contact with them a bit. Because it was like, all right, well, like, the, the gleam of, like, having, like, a tie is, like, kind of over. Right. Um, but I've just started kind of, like... Rem- I sort of, like, remembered them the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally actually forgot about that band. And uh, started trying to like re-listen to them again so uh that's been an interesting endeavor they were like that pinnacle of like weird mid-2000s like i don't want to call them like punk obviously because they're not but they're like very just like aggressive pop and they're like that like it's like that same time that like okay go came out with that music video of them like running on the treadmills or whatever and like this video they're all dressed up as like abraham lincoln and like increasingly sexual situations which is just like it's very weird and Probably technically not safe for work. No, no, definitely not <laughs> safe to uh, pull up. Although I don't think anything happens, but I feel like I definitely remember like somebody dressed as Abraham Lincoln, like in like a pink. I don't remember if it was like a ballerina dress. It's been forever since I've seen this video, right. so I could be completely wrong. But uh, in like this like pink like ballerina dress, like aggressively like riding like a toy pony, and it was like, all right, well, <laughs> yep. This is this is weird for all parties involved, and I'm the only one watching this. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're definitely they're more interesting, uh, more. I don't know. I don't want to say like aggressive and like what we've played on like the playlist, but uh, I feel like we've captured a really nice like differences in genre as to, yeah, like what's sure. come out of uh, Detroit, not Detroit specifically, but I mean like Michigan as a Michigan as a whole, um. I also think it's kind of funny. I don't know any, like, major bands that have come out of Michigan. And I could be completely wrong on this, but who have come out of Michigan and who have not been from the Lower Peninsula. Yeah, I can't think of anybody from the UP. I can't think of anybody. I can't think of anybody from, like, legitimately, like, us on upwards. Like, Mount Pleasant, I feel, is, like, that, like, cutoff point. And I could be, like I said, I could be 100% wrong. You know, the next biggest band could come out of Sheboygan or something or, <laughs> like, Alpena tomorrow. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like there's, like, this weird, like, cutoff point in, like, the mid, middle of the state. And it's, like, us, a little beyond us. And, like, that's where, like, the last of, like, music kind of, like, comes from. And then yeah. after that, it's just sort of like, well, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that's pretty true i wonder if that's like the same though for like all states if there's like a cutoff point where it's like hey like once you're kind of in like you know you're 50 miles outside of reno there's no good music for another 150 miles can you imagine living in the up like thinking about it like how hard it would be to go to concerts i literally okay like all in detroit (laughs) i'm interning in mackinac island this summer i'm interning on the island Mm -hmm. uh which is cool yeah but I've literally been thinking that to myself, like, every single day since oh, no. I've, like, learned, like, the Mopop lineup, and I've learned that, like, my roommate bought us, like, two tickets to go see, like, Weezer, 
and like Panic at the Disco and uh I've been thinking about like every day because it's like okay that's literally like a four-hour ride like down to Detroit for me and it's like and if I work the next morning that's eight straight hours in a car like oh my god but uh yeah no I'm I'm gonna do my best to soldier on through it I believe in you (laughs) namely because I've already (laughs) spent the money so right it would just be a giant waste not to go but uh so that kind of segues nicely, a little bit, into our uh, final little segment of the podcast, which is the uh, What Are You Listening To? slash uh, New Music of the Week. So I know you said you've been into uh, hip-hop recently. Is there any sort of, like, outside of the ones we've mentioned, new artists you've been really just, like, on? Um, Let me look. I feel like there has been a few. Yeah, um, I've been listening to... I, I kind of had this playlist that I've kind of started of just, like, hip-hop, and it's been, like, a lot of, like, Kendrick Lamar, School YQ, um, there's a Joey Badass song, Run the <laughs> Jewels is really good, um, that has Killer Mike in it. Okay. I love his voice. Um. I've actually been really into School Boy Q recently. Yeah, I love School Boy Q. School Boy? School Boy, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I can't just, like, pronounce words. English like, doesn't come well, come it, easy to it me. It really doesn't. Um, there's one other song that I'm trying to think of off the top of my head. Oh, People Under the Stairs. There's this one song, if you, like, kind of chill hip-hop, I think you'll really like it. It's called Acid Raindrops. It's so good. Okay. All right. But, yeah, that's kind of what I've been in. I've been actually really recently. looking for a new, like, chill hip-hop. Because I feel like I come into the problem of, like, I'll listen to the same artist over and over and over again. And it's, like, it's great that Spotify has that, like, little feature where it's, like, oh, if you like this, you'll probably like this. Yeah. But it's, like, I end up usually, like, most of the time, like, actually hating what they recommend. Yep. Like, so. It's very hit or miss, I feel like. Yeah, either they're, like, spot on and I'm, like, wow, okay, like, this is great. Or... I'll, like, listen to, like, one or two songs, and it'll just completely, like, not hold my attention, and then I go into, like, I'll listen to the same artist for, like, a month, and then I get so sick of them, and then I, like, run out of things to listen to, and it's just, like, (sighs) but, yeah, no. I feel that. Yeah, I've actually been going back again. I have this really bad habit of, like, remembering bands that I really used to like back, I don't know, like, mid-high school, and... Going back and re-listening to them and then realizing that they haven't put out an album since I was in high school. So yeah. there's a there's a band called Viva La Union. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, Harold and Kumar movie series. Uh, but John Cho, mm-hmm. uh, it's his band, actually. Okay. Um, they did music, actually. One of their songs is in one of the Harold and Kumar movies. I never actually watched them. I just know that that's like his, like major role i personally know him from like star trek but uh (laughs) yeah so they have he has a band called viva la union and ryan gosling actually has a band called dead man's bones and their music was in the movie the conjuring Mm -hmm. um and i'm absolutely in love with like both of their albums that came out uh one of them i think dead man's bones is just called i think they're actually both self-titled um, if you look them up, they're both on Spotify. But they, like, haven't come out with anything since. Yeah, no, and then it just sucks because then you get, like, really into them. And then you're like, all right, well, I just got into a band that hasn't made music in, like, five years. And you know they're not going to come back and start making music again. Right. I mean, they might by some, like, snowball's chance in hell. But, like, more often than not, they're not going to make music. Which is just a real, it's a real ball buster, to be quite honest. <laughs> it is not fun Musical to get into music. Balls. Yeah, that's, that's straight what it is. It's, it's <laughs> like, you teased me with this great album, 
and now nothing. I'm here. I am thoroughly into the mood right now. And you just walked out on me, man. You just left. So that's always difficult. And that seems to be like my continuous problem is I'll get really into somebody and I'll have nothing to kind of like reference them off of. And then I'm like, all right, well. I don't really like it. That was fun. Yeah. (laughs) That was was good. That was good for a time. It's like a one night stand with an album. You're just like, okay, that's it then. So, uh, but, so that kind of wraps up our uh, playlist for this week, our uh, podcast. Um, You can hit us up on Facebook uh, at CM Life. Um, We also have a Twitter. We have uh, an Instagram. Uh, and we have our own personal past the ox cord Twitter at past that ox cord. If you're interested, we're always looking for, uh, special guests. If people want to come in, uh, talk about their own playlist, talk about their own ideas for playlists. If you personally, uh, are in a band or, you know, play music on or around campus, uh, we'd love to hear from you or have you on our show. Uh, you can DM us directly at our Twitter again at past that ox cord. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, I'm Jordan Hermony. This is Kelsey Cavazos. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Read the damn paper. <laughs>